and investment feature. Well, with more and more South Africans seeking new opportunities uh, overseas, I think many investors are unaware of some of the unforeseen tax and fiduciary hurdles associated with moving assets offshore. I think COVID has sadly highlighted some of those potential difficulties associated with the death of a relative overseas and those possible complications that may arise when dealing with an offshore estate. Well, to find out more, I'm joined now by uh, Mandy Dexpeak, Head of Old Mutual Wealth Fiduciary Services. Mandy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Michael. Thanks for inviting me to be on the show. Now, the passing of a loved one, I mean, it's an already traumatic event and you don't want to be adding further complications uh, that can add unnecessary stress and, and strain uh, because you're dealing now with winding up an estate and uh, all of those issues, estate taxes and fees. What are some of the unforeseen tax and fiduciary hurdles associated with the ownership of foreign assets? Um. Michael, I think I think what how I'm going to start this is um, is um, disclosure and t- transparency with regards to to the assets that you have offshore. I mean, you'll remember in the early 2000s, um, South African residents had the opportunity to regularise previously unregularised offshore assets. If you haven't done that or didn't do that, then yeah. um, you should seriously consider the possibility of bringing a, a GDP to make sure your assets are regularized because um, what often happens when a, p- a person passes away and has all assets offshore that haven't been previously re- regularized, we end up in a very difficult situation with SARS and with the Reserve Bank. So that's the first thing. Um, also, um, an important and a very important point, and something that we highly recommend at Old Mutual Wealth Fiduciary, is that if you do have assets in offshore jurisdictions, don't have a will in South Africa or executed drafted in South Africa that deals with your worldwide assets. Um, the laws in, for example, America, the UK, and Europe are, are, can be very different to 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 those in South Africa, and the South African executor doesn't have the authority to deal with the assets in these various offshore jurisdictions. Um, as you know, many people are moving assets, more and more people are moving assets offshore, so, so these situations are arising or becoming more common, I should say. Mm. Um, so, so our recommendation is to have a will in South Africa that deals with your, with your South African assets. If you have assets in the UK, we would seriously recommend that you have a, a, a UK will drafted um, as similarly, in the US or any other country, for for for, for that matter, um, one of the one of the um, sort of principles of South Africa, South African law of testation is that we have freedom of testation. So, a South African testator can leave his or her estate multiple. to anyone. Yeah, and you can have multiple uh, wills. And well, they can have multiple wills, but not multiple South African wills. I mean, a, a South African can have a, a will dealing with his or her South African assets, a, a will dealing with his or her UK assets, right. and or, or his or her, you know, wherever the other assets might be, might be situated. But in Europe, for example, there isn't freedom of testation. There's legislation that actually um, regularizes or regulates the way that your that your estate. Um, um, has to devolve. So, so that's an important point to remember as well. Um, death duties um, in South Africa, all your assets, wherever they are, wherever they are situated, are subject to South African South African state duty. So, as soon as your estate is above the value of three and a half million rand, you pay a state duty of twenty percent on those assets, up to 
30 million rand, and then the estate duty rate goes up to 25%. In the US, if you have assets over, or with a value of over $60,000, um, the estate duty um, exemption is, and um, the estate duty rate is 40%. In the UK, if you have assets over an amount of 325,000 pounds, the estate duty rate is also 40%. And it's the South, if you have a South African world dealing with your worldwide assets, it's South African executive's obligation to make sure those assets are disclosed in the liquidation and distribution accounts, to make sure the offshore estate duty is paid, and then to claim a credit back from SARS so you don't end up paying 60 or 65% in debt duties. And uh, so, double taxation and all of those things. I think bottom line, though, Mandy, is that you you really have to be aware when it comes to planning your estate of these d- different regulatory environments between countries, be it in the UK or the US and, and what happens here in South Africa, in order to ensure that you're not leaving massive complications behind for those uh, who, who are winding up your estate. You're 100% accurate, Michael. And, um, you know, I mean, the... Uh, you know, not to be not to be brutal, but um, you, you know, the testator or the, the deceased is not the person that's having to deal with these difficulties. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, all of these things. Um, you know, if you, as, as I say, if you have one world dealing with all of your assets, wherever they might be situated, the fees are enormous because you suddenly have to deal with applications for probate in the UK, dealing with UK attorneys, similarly in the US. I mean, European law of succession is an absolute nightmare to deal with. I mean, I dealt with an estate for a testator who had a worldwide will and had assets in Austria. It took us 12 years to finalize. So you can imagine for the family left behind, uh, you know, know, apart from having to deal with the trauma, as you said, of of, of losing a loved one, the the cost, the time, the stress, etc., it's, it's just not worth it. So I can't stress enough the, um, the importance of mm. having um, an expert doing an estate plan, Absolutely. looking at your, at your assets wherever they're situated and making sure that you have the right wills in place in the right places. Absolutely. It's yes, a very that, small yeah. investment uh, for, for that sort of uh, peace of mind that that uh, brings, Mandy. Just uh, lastly, as uh, we're uh, running out of time. Yes. Oh, no, you were going to say something as I, as I interrupted oh, no, no, you? I was just going to say, you know, the, the fees can be a- absolutely astronomical mm. if, if, you, if you haven't, haven't planned for these, all of these eventualities. And, and, and your intention might not be carried out as you wished, yeah. you know, yeah. if you haven't dealt with, with an expert who has, as I say, the expertise in, in drafting a will that is appropriate for your circumstances. Mandy Dixpeak, Head of Old Mutual Wealth Fiduciary Services, uh, I think with some very sound advice in these times when more people are um, shifting assets offshore to do it transparently. Uh, SARS had that voluntary disclosure program uh, and uh, to regularize your affairs and to seek professional advice when it comes to managing all of those different regulatory environments uh, to ensure that you're not leaving a huge headache as your legacy to those you leave behind. This is Kyle.